You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. All right, this is the second podcast of 2021. How do we feel, Lauren? Um... I'm really not sure, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, a lot's already happened in 2021. So, you know, I just, I don't really know where to focus, honestly. It's, it's a tough deal. I just saw a meme uh, yesterday that I thought was pretty funny. It said, I've I've done the seven-day trial for 2021, and mm-hmm. I'm not interested in subscribing. So yes. Uh, I'm still very hopeful and um, trying to keep with a positive outlook and just a fresh start. So that's what I'm choosing at least, but I totally agree with the meme. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, you have to choose that. And I think there is hope and um, without getting too deep into it, it has been a rocky year. Um, I will say kind of on the marketing side, just a little plug, if you if the match.com, the 2020-2021 match.com commercials, are those not amazing? Do you love those? Have you seen yeah. those? <laughs> no, I do. I think it's even funny. I said something to somebody like, um, well, that 2020 gal lied. She said she knew 2021 and it wasn't political. And then the response back to my friend was, Well, yeah, 2020 is gonna lie to you. And I was like, Oh, that's so good. So well, uh, I think it's probably time for a little less talk and a lot more action here, Lauren. So I thought for this week's podcast, we do a little something different. Uh, we take some questions uh, pooled from some of the things that we get from either listeners or folks we run into during um, talks or whatever and uh, go through those and then invite folks uh, to send us their questions as well. And you know, we'll do some future episodes with additional questions. How's that sound? Definitely. Let's do it. Hit me. Cool. All right. Well, the first question comes from Charles and he asks, what are the greatest challenges in marketing today? Hmm. Okay. Who wants to go first? You want me to, or do you want to? Yeah. You want you take a stab at it and we'll see if uh, we agree. Well, I think that today is definitely a lot different than this today question, you know, even at the beginning of 2020, obviously. So right now, I think the biggest challenge is, you know, where do we go from here and how do I best communicate to my audience, especially with folks who have experienced, you know, economical impacts to their business you know, they may have had to cut their marketing budget, they may have had to cut staff, you know, whatever that looks like. So still trying to strive to, you know, use what they have in the best way possible and make that decision and how to communicate to their audience. And then, like I said, how the audience wants to be communicated with has changed. So I think figuring out those two things, and then, you know, taking whatever revenue is there and possible, and using it the best in the best way is probably the biggest challenge to figure out right now. Yeah, I uh, think that's perfect. I think, just as you said, the pandemic is, I'm going to try a big word here, exacerbated uh, an issue that we always see, which is basically time versus money, money, Mm -hmm. and then the motivation to actually market. Everyone talks about marketing or wants to market or talks about cool things, 
But when it comes right down to it, even though many people are either working from home or they have different kind of job duties, uh, they're still stretched. And so that time that they think that they might have had is, um, is spent in different ways. And then the same thing, even if uh, you had revenue prior to the pandemic or you had a budget, that budget just may not be there. And so you have to decide what's important. So agreed. For true. Sure. All right. Our next question comes from uh, Susan and she writes, what are you or we excited about for 2021 related to marketing? Interesting. No. Um, well, there's a couple of things that I'm excited about. And I guess one of the things is that a lot of businesses and cultural attractions, people we work with have come up with so many new and creative ideas um, and things to actually market, whether that's programming or additional services or new offerings. So I think just some refresher in that kind of sparks creativity on the marketing side because you have more content to work with. And then you, in theory, are also attracting new audiences or, you know, really um, taking your current customers or audiences and making them into stronger brand ambassadors through these offerings. So that is exciting to me, just seeing the change and then basically kind of like seeing some older tactics and then these newer tactics kind of mesh together even more. Um and expanding upon those is exciting to me. And then I guess people just seeing some more of the value that we see in some of these tactics um, and stronger data. You know, there's so much more, um, you know, research and tools that we can use to track data, especially with a lot of the digital things that we do. So that is super exciting to me too. And then, you know, the client or the business can see it all kind of come together and how it works together. So those are two things that are exciting to me. Yeah, those are, I totally agree with those. I, uh, you always kind of think big picture, which is weird because I always feel like I'm kind of the big picture guy, but I feel like you're really big picture. I, I am super excited to the mesh. Like you said, the old versus new is really exciting, but specifically on some, uh, OTT advertising, some of the advertising within specific channels, um, you know, obviously Netflix, Hulu, they're kind of the grandparents, if you will. Disney Plus has come on. Uh, Discovery Plus, uh, through the holidays, of course, you know, the Hallmark Channel, you know, subscription stuff. So uh, eventually, I guess what I'm thinking is that in 2021 and into 2022, we're going to see another shift in the technology as it relates to, quote unquote, television or, you mm-hmm. know, video entertainment and how that really will translate to marketing uh, to, you know, those folks, um, I've always been really, uh, excited about doing kind of marketing or identifying audiences through, uh, entertainment. And so if you get the right mix, uh, you can identify who's watching what and, you know, kind of what segments they are. And like you say, pull that data from that. I think that's, that's super important. Um, I don't want to go on on this, but I always think about uh, a conversation I had with one of our clients maybe five years ago. And I think the the slang or the term that you know was really out there was like data mining. We're really data mining, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I think about, you know, <laughs> data mining in 2015 or whatever, 16, yeah. and the tools we had then. Versus just the tools we have now and crazy. yeah, super crazy. And you, you know, you talk to people and they're like, Oh, we're pulling analytics from, 
you know, Google Analytics or whatever, it, and which is great. That's a great baseline, but that's now becoming kind of base and and the amount of information that can be gleaned and the psychology, if you will, of, of someone entering into a marketing funnel is so much greater now. Just right. so much the greater. consumer is much, much different to more savvy, um, you know, different age groups, you know, that we're all, we're seeing. So a lot has changed, but yeah, I remember when we were so excited when people would have like an Excel document with email addresses, like that was huge and phone numbers and addresses, you know, <laughs> right. so, let alone like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do with this? Yeah. So much. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's great. Yeah. That's crazy. That's good. Lauren, come here. Can can you do me a favor and go ahead and tattoo this drawing on my forearm? What? I am not a tattoo artist. And why do you want that image of an owl on your arm? Well, I just read on your bio that you're Hootsuite certified. So I figured you specialize in tattoos and we're in an office suite. So no better time than the present. No, that's not what that means. Being Hootsuite certified means that I am certified as a social media professional, which I use to help our clients plan, execute, and review their social media channels, strategies, campaigns, and tactics. Okay, so you can't give me a tattoo of this sweet, sweet owl? Absolutely not. Oh, that's too bad. Now I don't know who, who, who to turn to. Okay, our third and final question uh, comes from Paula and she asks, what is the one piece of advice you give someone who owns their own business or is in a marketing role in their company? So one piece of advice, this is critical. Like a lot of pressure here with this question. Paula. That's and crazy. I, well, if you want to go first, I mean, go ahead. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I think, thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> I think probably the one piece of advice I would give someone, which is, I'm going to cheat. It's really two part is there is no one silver bullet. So make sure that your budget allows for a layering effect. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I always think about when my daughter, you know, got an allowance and she had, you know, saved up like five bucks and she took all $5 and went to the dollar store, you know, and put all $5 there and spent it all in one whack. And then, you know, after a while, she got pretty tired. In a couple hours, she was tired with her the stuff she got. And I think that's in in budgeting for strategic communications. It's important to understand you can't just put all of your money on the on the counter for you know one type of uh, marketing, whether it's digital, whether it's social media, whether it's um, you know traditional advertising. It's important to make sure that you look at everything uh, holistically. And understand that uh, depending on what your consumer is doing or whom they are or who they are, uh, they're not uh, they're not going to just be in one place. So that's kind of my advice: is you know make so, sure that you you got that. So how about you? So I'm going to go with what I feel like it always boils down to is, um, and, and I don't want to make it about money, but it's really about time or money. So. You cannot make money if you don't spend money, but I can integrate or change out the word money for time too. So you, you put time into something and you work it, um, you experiment, you try new things, you get a plan together. 
um, it will pay off in the end. The same goes for if you want to put money in there. If you have a, a marketing budget or an advertising budget, communications budget, um, that's the only way you're going to grow your business. You cannot survive forever on just word of mouth or the phone. Book, no, right. Know? Yeah. Um, so I think really it's just you get out of it what you put into it and understanding the importance of the marketing or communications role in the business is very important. And if you don't have that expertise or you don't have the budget to have someone think um, creatively, you know, hire a freelancer, hire an agency, hire a part-time person, whatever that looks like for you in your business, but get some help Um, because you'll forever be at the same level if you don't make a change. Right. No, it's, it's totally true. And even if it's uh, for a mid time, I mean, uh, you know this and a lot of people that know me know this. I, I am not mechanically inclined. So uh, I take my vehicles to get whatever done because those folks that do it on a daily basis know how to do it correctly. And that's what I always tell people is like, yeah, you, you know, you can get on Facebook and you can throw out some ads for $50 or you can, you know, call your local newspaper or whatever and and do this or have them design a billboard or whatever. But it's, it's those people that do it every day, you know, such as us, such as those folks in marketing roles and companies that understand that it's over and over and over again. And, and that's what I love that, that what you're stressing is the fact that, it is, you know, it is important to have someone to guide you through those waters, mm-hmm. navigate For you sure. through. So it's good. Well, cool. Well, we hammered out three questions. I think that's a that was pretty tidy. Um, so I guess I will extend the offer if uh, anyone listening has questions that they'd like us to address on uh, the G Factor podcast. Uh, simply uh, hit us up at podcast at the guild factor.com and uh, simply put in the subject uh, podcast question. We'd love to take your questions. And, uh, and of yep. course, if you need help or want anything and not to turn this into a commercial, but we're always open. Lauren and I uh, are always happy to help. So, All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week, which will be Monday the 18th for a discussion that we will have on branding and brand positioning, which this is perfect timing for um, the new year or maybe the start of the second quarter to launch something or a new initiative, even a rebrand later in the year. So we will be discussing that. And like Tony said, let us know if you have any questions or topics you want us to talk about. So listen in next week on the G Factor podcast. This is Lauren Doherty. I'm Tony Van. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.